the Xbox Game Passengers podcast. I'm your host, Derek, and this is the show where each episode, myself and a guest will dissect and discuss a single game that's available on Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass service, which was usually chosen for us completely at random. Whether it's a magical or horrible experience, we will force ourselves through it, share our thoughts, and let you know whether or not the game is worth your time. Every every episode, uh, I'm joined with a guest, and I'm super happy. I don't talk to this guy enough, apparently. I'm super happy to have Shane with me from the uh, uh, recently revamped, recently uh, recharged Geekscape Games podcast. How are you today, Shane? Hello, Derek. How are you doing? I'm doing absolutely tremendous this morning. <laughs> you know, absolutely. I almost wanted to. Sorry to. Sorry, okay. I, I almost wanted to do an intro like that, but then I, I didn't want to break the the old formula. So thank you for coming in with that. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've I've been known in the past to uh, uh, be a little bit loud in the beginning, um, and I still can't get my <laughs> for compressor. 100, 182 episodes. I, think. I can't get my compressor to work, uh, so it's still. <laughs> On all the Geekscape Games podcasts, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network, it still peaks like crazy in the beginning. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to be here. Um, I am disastrously nervous, maybe nervous-sighted, to quote My Little Pony. Um, are you more nervous for this than you are for the Geekscape Games podcast? And if so, why? Um, be, uh, I have a lot of muscle memory on the Geekscape Games podcast. Mm-hmm it's really easy to like tune out and then come back and do a conversation like 45 minutes later and say, Hey, what's a charge character. Um, <laughs> and, every- and then everyone makes fun of you for, you weren't paying attention. Um, and, um, if I let, if I do, if I provide a poor experience or poor performance on my show, I mean, not my show. Okay. Our show, but the other show, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I didn't fine. even, I didn't even, I didn't even catch that. Um, uh that's fine because it's uh weekly bi-weekly uh, but this one is this is this is a big deal this is a big big show and so i don't want to i don't want to screw it up and it's only monthly so it would have to like sit there like being extra discoverable for for twice as long as yeah. the geekscape games podcast so yeah uh well i appreciate you taking it seriously <laughs> Uh, uh yeah you've you've been on the show before and i really liked that episode and and we, you know we played super lucky's tale which was a game that i had absolutely no interest in, uh in going into it yeah uh, and i came out of it with a a better than expected experience and and a great conversation with you yeah likewise um, likewise and, and 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 i'm still shocked how much support the super lucky tales series is getting on the xbox <laughs> like like when they they bumped it up to the super fps that was one oh of yeah the it's fir- like 120 now yeah that was one of the first six games that was on the list i was like what the hell <laughs> yeah and especially like that game being a sequel to uh, an oculus exclusive game that nobody played because it was so early in the oculus uh, platform's life yeah um, i think it has been released to pancake platforms now at this point katie katie also from the geeks games podcast turned me on to the term pancake style or pancake mode or whatever and uh now now everything that's not vr is just considered pancake and i feel like i have to explain it every time because i feel like nobody's heard that term just like i hadn't uh the first time that i heard (laughs) it if you're using a term that no one knows about like is it really a good term (laughs) 
I don't know. I'm pretty milk toast about the whole thing. Hey, there we go. That's a that's a good callback. That's a good callback. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Super Lucky's Tale was a long time ago. I I love having you on the show too because you're one of the few people that I've had on that like you don't have an Xbox. You're playing these games via Xbox Game Pass for PC, and so it's great whenever there's an opportunity, like whenever whenever a game gets drawn that is on both platforms. Um, it's great to like. To, to have you be a part of it because your experience might be totally different. Your experience was very different in this one, which I'm sure we'll get into. Um, but just, just of course the, 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 the playing on PC is a different beast and, and potentially playing with a mouse and keyboard or whatever. Like there's so many different variables um, compared to when you're playing on a console. This one was interesting for me too, because halfway through my play time, actually probably way more than that. I was probably like 80% through the time that I had played this game. Then they come out and they're like, Oh yeah, Yakuza six, which is the game we're about to talk about. Yakuza six, the song of life now also has FPS boost. So I, you know, spent, eight, 10 hours or whatever playing at 30 frames per second. And then another couple hours playing at 60 frames per second. And I was like, why couldn't this show have been like a month down the road? Because this game feels so much better at twice the frame rate. Um, wait, wait. So FPS boost was only up to 60. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For this game, because this game was 30, uh, natively 30, uh, for, for Xbox. And so it doubled to 60 frames per second. So, um, a lot of the games that some games that were 60 natively, stuff like, like super lucky's tale, when they get doubled, they'll go to the 120, of course. Interesting. So, so yeah. when, you, when you mentioned that, um, it, I just assumed it went to 120, but 30 mm, to no. 60. Interesting. Interesting. I, Cause I was, um, uh, do do we want do we want to get into the the wonderful computer experiences I've had in the past month? Tell me tell me about it. Uh, I, I will, do, I've not, uh, I've not heard of any of these. I will. So. I'll, I'll make it very brief because on the the Geekscape Games podcast, I think I talked about twenty five minutes about my <laughs> my endeavors, but um, I was just about to like have a a good couple of days off from both of my jobs. And I was going to just plow through a good chunk of this game. And um, then I was trying to do a cooling mod to my graphics card. And I broke the thing for three weeks, <laughs> two, three weeks and waiting for parts to come in from Amazon. And then the postal service losing those parts for three days and then saying like, Hey, we can't, we can't get access to your business as I'm sitting in my, lo- the front lobby of my office, staring out the window <laughs> and not seeing anybody. But I, uh, got my graphics card fixed it's running better than ever and um but then unfortunately i was working seven days a week from 5 a.m to to 9 p.m at two jobs so trying to squeeze in some some game time was a little little difficult but um i i believe i have a good grasp of um of things um the story might be a little bit out there for me but uh i would love i would love to i would we we could talk about it. We could talk about it. But, yeah. but the computer experience for getting the game is... <clears throat> and it's not just any graphics card either. It's like a, an X1600 XT or something, isn't it? And, uh, like the you, you de facto always, graphics card for mining Ethereum. You obviously haven't paying attention because it's a, it's a 5700 XT. Mm, an X16. I was, cl- I was close. X, X16 is a, <laughs> An is F16 it? Tomcat XT? It's an F16 Falcon. It's F14 mm. Tomcat. Oh, so, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, man, you must you must not be a fan of astronaut Chris Redfield. <laughs> that was a throwback to when we were talking before the show and you <laughs> did not realize that that was a Resident Evil character. Uh, uh, maybe I did. Maybe I wish maybe Chris, Chris Redfield was a Canadian astronaut. 
I mean, he still could be. They're, yeah. they're, the stats, you know, that series is going pretty wild these days. Yeah. So you never know what's next. Um, before we jump into it, why don't you uh, share the synopsis of uh, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life? <clears throat> Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. How far would you go for your family? Step in Japan's criminal underworld with first... With, holy crap, this is... this. <laughs> It's, it's Remember, small. there's no editing on this yeah. show these okay, days. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. How far would you go for your family? Step into Japan's criminal underworld with fists swinging into this explosive action brawler starring legendary Yakuza Kazumiya Kiryu, who is hell-bent on uncovering the truth behind a tragic accident that left his daughter comatose. And I feel like that is a very, very... L- l- light description for what's going on <laughs> with this this game i i also had not read the description prior to starting the game so to to find out that and and we'll start just by sharing our thoughts not jumping into spoilers just yet but to find out you know this is in the synopsis so i wouldn't consider it a spoiler yeah. but when i found out that she was in a coma and he's trying to find her and he's like where is she and then bam she's in a coma i was shocked dude um, dude same same yeah yeah um yeah, what before we jump too far into the story or into the story at all, like give me give me some of your first impressions of this game. And w- before that actually, I would love to know what ha- have you, are you familiar with this series at all? And if not, what were you expecting from these games or from this game because I knew and and before we talk about our thoughts before we jump into it i would just like to apologize to yakuza fans such as josh jackson uh such as carlos lopez uh because we're we're about to do it dirty i think (laughs) and uh yeah um you know i I don't want you guys to hate me any more than you may already so (laughs) yeah um um, yeah i i didn't know anything about this and i thought it was going to be just like a uh eastern like grand theft auto type game basically and i could not have been more wrong yeah yeah um i i i guess i kind of thought it was gonna be a little bit like that but i've uh, i've never played any of them and i've heard a lot of people talk about them so i wasn't really super surprised with its presentation um but i was really impressed with how dense the like play area is it's not very big but there's a lot of stuff going on Mm. Um, and I, it ended up being more like a Shenmue game than a Grand Theft Auto game. Agree or I've disagree. never played Shenmue either, so I don't have, got I it, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of, um, and of course this might be my ignorance showing, but, um, I got a lot of Shenmue vibes, uh, from this game. And, uh, I think that if we do a control F search on Yakuza's Wikipedia page, Shenmue does not show up. So maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe there is no inspiration, but um, yeah, I, I, I was very intrigued from the start because there's a, the story, it's a very story heavy game. There's a lot, there's a lot going on. It I, which I struggled with at times because they like jumping into this and what I was expecting, it's just, you know, to to sit down and have to play this game to to be able to talk about it. Like, I really liked what I was playing, but I always didn't always feel like I was in the mood for it because if I want to play, it's probably like seventy percent cutscenes. Yeah, and and yeah, you know that might not be, it might be more than that. But you know, to sit down if I'm like if I'm like sitting sitting down and I'm like I'd like to play a video game, and then you know here it's like oh I have an hour to play. I'm probably signing up for like. 
45 minutes of cutscenes at that point, which you might not always be in the mood for. I really did enjoy those cutscenes and I really did enjoy what was happening. But I think that you really have to be like in the right mindset to, to play this game. I, I would agree with that because I think that was some of my apprehension for um, um, getting time to play this game because I would like, okay, I've got 30 minutes right now to spare before I have to like turn and burn and go back to Anchorage. Sure. So, um, let's play some Yakuza and you get through a conversation. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's I, it. And then you got to go. Yeah. And it's, um, I'm definitely going to play more of this game after we record this sh- or when, yeah. when, when this episode comes up that I, I do, I do want to say that I'm going to be playing more of it because I'm interest. I'm conflicted on, on, on a lot of it, mm-hmm. uh, on a lot of it. Um, there's, there's there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot going on, but I I don't want to like I don't want to jump the gun on uh, the uh, Xbox Game Passengers format. So sure, yeah, uh, like, and like gameplay wise, for the the kind of core gameplay it seems to be you are either watching cutscenes or you are like fighting in like a kind of like three D street brawler like Streets of Rage style. Um, like that's that's largely the gameplay gameplay loop and there are i mean there's like tons of like mini games and like weird stuff that you can do and weird stuff that you can find oh there's a lot of weird stuff yeah which we'll get into and and oh and the just the 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 like stark 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 like starkest ever potentially contrast between like the seriousness of the main story and the absurdity of every single side quest it seems like is just preposterous it's and and and, like i loved that i loved i loved that it's like you you're going from trying to find out what happened to your comatose daughter to like the weirdest shit like uh like a girl telling you that she traveled back in time and is trying to like prove it to you because her parents broke up and she's like trying to stop this before it happens and like like stuff like that (laughs) yeah yeah there's um so man there's 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 it's difficult to like talk about this game without getting into spoilers um there's I found the fighting mechanic to be a little clunky, but also really, really, really like over in depth for what the game was. Cause you could look at your, um, cause you can level the character up, you know, get better stats and everything. And And you can kind of like, there's like a kind of a stat tree and you can choose to put stuff into like better attack or like unlocking new moves or more health or like a variety of other things. Yeah. And I, I would just early on in the game, I would just, buy and upgrade what what became available at the time and um there's there's a lot there's a lot of combos there's a lot like you can really like go in and customize your which is super hard to remember once you're actually like fighting i found oh dude it's just smash i'm just mashing the buttons yeah yeah there was there was one move that i found very useful is where you grab a guy and you spin him around oh yeah because sometimes there's like you might be surrounded by like 12 to 20 dudes and they're all kind of coming at you. And um, if you were to grab them and spin them around, the spinning action will knock all of the other dudes over. And so it kind of gives you more time to then focus on like maybe a couple guys that, that did not get knocked over, or you could like kick the guys when they're down. Like, like it, it, that is a super important move for sure. Yeah. And I was, um, so you're walking around in this, um, um, this little, the major the majority of like the beginning part is in this area called Kamarocho and it's like um like a Shibuya kind of feeling place. Um, you know, there's shops, there's entertainment, um, there's like a seedy like dark alley area. And 
I was constantly just running around and then fighting these mobs of, of enemies that like they would lock eyes with you and you, you had yes. to fight them. Which you can and, also kind of avoid if you choose to. Yeah, you can just you can just run away. Yeah, it's, but it's I, like an it's like a. I, of course, I could like the names are eluding me now, but it's like those that so those RPGs where it's like it's not random encounter. You can like see them on the map, and so you can run into them and fight them, or just avoid them entirely. If yeah, you want. and uh, or you can like easily run away uh, run away from yes, them. Yes, yes. But I um I always thought that they were fa- all fairly easy, and then I accidentally well not accidentally I chose I ran up to a group that ended up. When you when you get spotted and you enter a battle with someone, it'll say like thugs or like mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> like this gang or whatever. But I got my first yakuza, mm-hmm. yeah. And this group was quite difficult. Like they they this group of yakuza randoms took me a minute to to um to kill. But that was actually the first time I ever got money like drop from a from a um mm. a, a oh, mod. I, I was like hour several hours in before i saw money drop and i was like how do you get money in this game yeah. because this little girl in the park is waiting for me to buy some merchandise from her favorite pop star and i don't want to leave her there but i didn't have enough money forever yeah and and that was that was one thing that i thought was interesting is that you could have all these quests going and you could have multiple quests going and complete them at different stages Mm-hmm. Um, like that, that one where you're, um, you run into a girl, a, yeah. a, a little girl who, um, who your daughter is her favorite pop idol mm-hmm. and, uh, do we want nobody just, likes her anymore because they found just, out that, yeah, just get into the stories. Uh, let's f- just one second. Let's play okay. a quick ad and then we'll jump into spoilers. So right. here's, here's your spoiler warning after this. Uh, ad wise this week, you crafted a, a just hilarious Geekscape games ad. Um, like, and it's been played on every show since then. And it's super funny. And you were like, what do you want out of this? And I was like, just make it like classy and not inappropriate. And you deliver just like a super funny, um, <laughs> You you just listened to me very literally, and <laughs> and it was great. And I thought in in the you know you're here live right now, and so what what would be better than to have a live recreation of that ad? So you're supposed to talk. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. I'm Shane from the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. Join us bi-weekly for video game news, video game reviews, and teardowns. Join me, Derek, and a guest every two weeks, that's every fortnight, on Geekscape.net. Uh, I didn't, so I didn't prep you at all for that, and it went way better than I thought it would. You, uh, you clearly did several takes when before you sent that one to me because you pretty much remembered it and the timing and everything like that. So yeah, that's where uh, you're like, you have to talk, you have to talk. I was like, no, Derek, that's not, that's not the cue. Yeah, that's I was not... like, maybe he doesn't know and he thinks it's just gonna play. Um, but my timing was off. Yours was yours yeah. was dead. Off. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, that was so, great. So yeah, yeah, there's there's another there's another podcast that we're on, and I do have to say, going back to the Super Lucky Tales episode, that was the first podcast I had done in a quite a while. Mm-hmm. Was Super Lucky's Tale, and um, it was it it was on the uptake out of a very dark point in my life. Sure, and that was really really fun. And now we're do- we're we're back, baby. We're doing it. We're doing. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun, and it's been. I don't know. It's just such like a light and casual show. Like it's just 
regardless of what we talk about and what, uh, you know, weird, like we get off topic really quickly and really often, but we always bring it back. But like the conversation is always great. I just, regardless of what I've played or, or what's going on in the news, we talk about both of those things, but it's just a blast to, to talk to you and talk to whoever joins us on that episode as well. Oh, so. f- for sure. For sure. And we're going to have Josh Jackson on the next one. Geekscape games podcast has blast processing. That's going to be their new tagline. <laughs> and that's, um, that's, that's a, that's a double entendre. Cause that's a Sega reference and we're playing a Sega game. We are playing a Sega game. I played us. I played a couple Sega games within this Sega game as well. I thought that was neat that, um, what is the arcade called Sega land or something? Yeah. Like, Sega world, Sega world, Sega world. Like yeah. there's these arcades you can go in and you can play stuff like outrun. And, and there's even like virtual fighter five and stuff like that, that yeah. are just like embedded into this that you can play. I thought that was pretty neat. And, and, um, that, and that goes back to the game being super, super dense. Um, yes, I, definitely. Yeah. I got, I got, um, I definitely got like a, a, when oblivion first came out, I remember, it first came out, I was still in high school um, and w- playing it for a weekend and coming into school and talking about stuff going on. And I I met up with my friends and I said, yeah, I started playing Oblivion and like I walked out and I found a, a village uh, or like a little tiny, like couple of houses in a tower mm-hmm. and a farm. And I jumped in and I started picking cabbages and I, I heard footsteps and then, <laughs> and then the gate in front of me opened. And then the camera zoomed in to a blank space. Like I was in a conversation with somebody and I thought I was freaking out. And I was like, what the hell's going on? And it turns out this little tiny like series of homes, uh, a wizard lives there and actually turned everybody invisible. And you have to like. And what? That's yeah, a real thing. That's a real thing. Like it was the first thing I did in Oblivion and nobody believed me like no you're full of shit man you're full of shit come on because uh because they had also been playing it but hadn't encountered that yet yeah 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 and it was and i'm getting like some oblivion vibes from this game that there's there's so much like little things you could stumble upon sure and stumble into um like live chat dude that was amazing (laughs) so uh let's 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 get into the story because the game reminding me of the time that I accidentally went to a movie. Well, I didn't accidentally go to the movies, but I went to a movie and I, ac- <laughs> and I accidentally saw the second film out of a trilogy and had no idea mm, what was going was on. Was it the Divergent trilogy? It, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It, yeah. Cause uh, I, it was, um, I had to kill some time and I was yeah. like, Oh, I keep hearing my friends talk about this movie called insurgent. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go see it. And for the first for the whole movie i'm like man this the the beginning of this movie sucked like there's like there's writing that everyone has these like you know you know pre-relationships that that i was like damn and then i got in the parking lot and i googled it i'm like oh it's a sequel um (laughs) what's especially funny that it happened with that series is that everybody missed a piece of that story because the fourth movie never got made (laughs) What really? There's supposed to be four movies, and I, I can. It was a few years ago now, so I cannot remember what happened. If they had a falling out with like the the actors or what the what occurred, but there it was set to be a four. Um, I think it was three books set to be four movies, and the fourth movie never got made. So Yo. the series, like other people, also everybody missed out on this uh, piece of this story as well. So okay. you're not alone in that sentiment, <laughs> right, uh, well, which is hilarious. Yeah, that I got the the middle <laughs> of a series of series of movies. Um, the <laughs> second one ended really good. I liked it mm, mm-hmm. um, th- enough to watch the third one. Um, sure. 
Sure. You didn't, but yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I mean, no, I didn't. I didn't. So, but this game just, it drops you into um, this opening scene where you're in a bar mm-hmm. and it just drops you into the story. And I, I <laughs> almost like it's the sixth mainline game in the series. Well, I noted down and I'm sorry to interrupt you again. I noted down. I feel like Shane playing Uncharted <laughs> <laughs> because you, you came up, you know, you had some very serious thoughts and opinions about Uncharted four and its characters while not playing, you know, and their motivations while not, understanding them based on you know the 30 to 50 hours you would have spent with them previously See, i was judging the game as a whole and i believe the characters that were in that game were only in that game and i, f- I thought their relationships with the characters that were only in the game were a little trite so mm. um mm. fight me scrub lord i am ripped <laughs> uh but, go on but, anyways go but, on. but going into this because there's other yakuza games that are their own standalone games mm-hmm um, like Yakuza Zero and a couple, couple other ones. Yakuza Zero is widely popular in meme culture because of that karaoke minigame, um, which there's that, that Damadeo song that you probably have seen people like, not ringing any bells, Derek. Are you not a meme? No, no, not no, a meme. Okay. Well, yeah. um, the, the, I mean, I love memes, but I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, Timestamp for the <laughs> stinger. If you, st- <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I didn't know if this was like Yakuza six. It was actually the sixth in a story. Cause like final fantasy six had nothing to do with final fantasy. Three. Uh, okay. I see. Um, because there's, there was all these other offshoots and boy, was I wrong. <laughs> it just dumped you into the middle of a story. And I first started playing it and my, my girlfriend was here and she's like, have you played any of these other ones? And I was like, no, no. Um, no not really she's like do you know what's going on i was like i have no idea i have no idea but after the title crawl you're um man it was it was such a while ago you're in this like dream yeah it does kind of give you it kind of fills you in on a lot of stuff and you can kind of have like go into these like memories or conversations and kind of get kind of up to date on certain characters anyways. Yes, I did appreciate that because there's this dream sequence where you're on a beach and then all the characters um, that you've interacted with or like have have seen in cutscenes from previous games are standing on a beach and you could go up to them, interact with them and it's like, oh, this is so-and-so, you know, this is this is my relationship with them or this is so-and-so, this is my relationship with them. And I, I thought that was, I thought that was really dope. Um, much better than the uh, Divergent series uh, for their <laughs> sequel. Um, but I feel like the which, the, which <laughs> gave no time towards filling in new viewers. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I did note down that the um, the the presentation for the fights, because uh, you're fighting that like that drunk guy at the beginning. Yes. I was blown away with the presentation. Um, I think it's really slick how you can go from walking into fighting mm-hmm. and as, it just kind of throws up these like cool titles for a second, and yes. that's how you are aware of the transition. And even it does similar things whenever a kind of important character is introduced. It kind of flashes up like a neat looking title and like their title, like if they're involved with one of the Yakuza families or whatnot. Um, I thought that was really like a stylish way to introduce to introduce things. Yeah, and um, it. Hold on, look. Um, it. Uh, 
I was really impressed with the the level of customization that you could have with the graphics and the um, uh, the loadout on PC. Okay, um, you can because uh, typically when I when I play a, a console port, if there is an FOV slider, I crank it all the way up, just like max it up because most most console games are like set... wider, like max, like slide it to be wider. Correct. Yeah, wider. Yeah. So you you have yeah. more of your periphery. Yes, sure. Most games are like fifty to like seventy five. Uh, degrees in your in your field of view and right i like to play between 90 and, and 120 um and you crank this up all the way and it feels like you ever see do you remember those old well they're probably not old they probably still do them but like skateboarding videos with the fisheye lens oh yeah when you crank the when you crank the slider all the way up you feel like you're in a skateboarding <laughs> video because you know it's just like like the whole world is like warping around you i was like oh wow I, okay so um this uh doesn't need to be completely full. The game was not optimized. So I, I was able to crank that down and you can get really, I don't know if I think this was intelligently ported um, to, um, uh, to the PC. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there is a PC port like outside of game pass. Um, but I was really impressed with its customization mm. uh, when it comes to the graphics. And I was able to crank up the resolution, um, pick and choose which um, um, pick and choose which like effects I wanted on. And, sure. I, and even even at like I have a fairly beefy computer, but even like on, that X1600 XT. Y- sh- sure. Those are those are numbers. Um, uh, <laughs> um Mining Ethereum at the same time, that yeah, so good. You could you could do that. I um I was getting like around ninety FPS. Okay. And um, but no FPS boost needed. No FPS, F, which is which is why I was um, I I felt a little when you said it got an FPS boost. I was like, man, Derek's playing this in one twenty. Holy crap! <laughs> like I I I legit was like, man, I'm only getting like ninety, and yeah. I'm like, oh, is he playing it in four K? Maybe or fourteen forty? Oh man, I don't yeah. know. And I was like, that, yeah. I was, do the consoles consoles can't be better than my computer and then you told me it was 60 and i was like yes i win <laughs> yeah yeah that whole thing has been funny to me because the like it, you know playing on the series x or even the series s in a lot of cases the like jump from you know last gen it was pretty standard that most games with a few exceptions most games would be 30 frames per second and it seems to be that the standard is now becoming 60 and that jump from 30 to 60 is so substantial that i struggle to go back and play like 30 frames per second games now like they look choppy as hell and i've been playing uh you know i bought a gaming monitor recently and so i've also been playing a little bit of stuff at you know pretty much i think it's i've mostly just played like Warzone um at 120 and i don't know that i really see too much of a difference visually between the 60 and the 120 you de- i definitely feel it in terms of the like input latency um you know, like just playing, you know, playing it at 60 on my TV, which I still have a 60 hertz TV or playing it at 120 on my monitor. I feel the difference. I don't know that I really see the difference substantially at that point. It, um, that's, a but not at, like if I am playing something in 120 and then go back and play the same thing in 60, I don't see a, that a drastic difference. Like I would trying to play the same thing in 30 after playing it at 60. That's, that's, saying. that's true. Cause when you get into, um, when you're when you're getting over 
like the 60 it's mm-hmm. you it'll be tougher for you to see a difference yeah. i and, feel it for sure though yeah and there's um there was some uh there was a youtube channel that did a, a test with some professional counter-strike players and they put them uh a a pro player on like a super high Hertz monitor yeah, uh, and then put him on a regular monitor and he was able to do better on a higher refresh rate monitor. Sure. Uh, but these are like the best of the best, not us obviously. Um, yeah. but I did, uh, the, uh, during my play, I locked the frames at 30 frames and that sucked. <laughs> like, like I was going from, from 90 to 30 and I was like, man, you did it just to see what it was like. Yeah. 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 Cause I, cause this was like after the, the graphics card repair. So I was testing sure. like stability. I was like, and things were still kind of running hot. I was fine tuning things, but, um, I, <laughs> Sidebar, uh, I rolled the dice in risk my graphics card's existence again. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. I, I went to go flash the BIOS on the graphics card, which is a very risky thing to do because if you sure. screw it up, you, you don't have a display to go in and fix it. Um, but believe it or not, um, this graphics card was used in some of the Apple um, uh, workstations. And mm-hmm. the memory timings f- that Apple used are way better than the ones everyone else is using. So I found the memory timings that Apple put on their card, put them on my card, and it's nuts. It's it's crazy. Really? Yeah. It's is um, that like a, is it a popular like Hackintosh card too? Then uh, that's a good question. I'm not I'm not super uh, f- familiar with the whole like Hackintosh scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would I would assume so. I would assume so. Yeah. But um, yeah, this um, this uh. And also with this this game with the, the presentation, it's very pretty. It's a pretty game. I was going to ask that because I feel like it was a very weird game graphically. Like some aspects, like the main character, obviously, and like important conversations, like important convers- cutscene wise conversations and stuff like that. And the environments in those areas generally looked very good. But some of the like interior backgrounds and some of the like less important cutscenes like the characters look are like totally static and just their like mouth is like moving and there's like no other animation in them and some of the like backgrounds felt like like old better textures of course but like old like pre-rendered like ps1 rpg (laughs) backgrounds and stuff that's the feeling i got but and it was such it was so weird because other stuff would be like this looks fantastic and i thought this was a brand I thought this was a brand new game that actually just came out in March, but it actually came out on like PlayStation like three years ago. So yeah. it's like not super new. I, um, I, I dicked around with the, the different settings that you could, you could change the quality on the PC and there's like background textures and like character textures. And I, okay. I cranked everything to low and it looked like a PlayStation two game. Like I'm not, I'm <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. not even kidding. Like you've seen that meme of like PlayStation one Hagrid, where it's just oh like, yes yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like that <laughs> yeah some of the 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 npcs just wandering around the streets looked like that um but if you have everything cranked i didn't notice any weird disparities with with the textures like yeah, i'd walk okay. into an arcade or i'd walk into a gym and i, I it, feel like it was less during play and it was more like the more throwaway conversations and cutscenes that it was noticeable in that's interesting i did i did not that and the did, animation then in those cases so for sure. so all all of the un like pre-rendered or like the the conversational cutscenes all of them all of them i noticed that everyone talked like muppets yeah yeah where where their characters were com- like you said completely stiff and static and it was just their mouth moving and that reminded me of that was the thing i wrote down here uh cutscenes choppy feels like shenmue 
Um, okay. <laughs> because conversations in Shamu are like, it's like, hey, mister. Yeah. Do, do you want to play you soccer? Seen any sailors? Yeah. It's like, do you know, I only talk to sailors. Um, so that was, that disparity was very interesting to me that the, the actual cutscenes, and then there right. was, there was also some cutscenes that, that would, um, that would be like just watching a video and I would hear my graphics, I would hear my computer like, like chill out for a minute because okay. it's not rendering anything. It's just playing right, a video. Just playing a video. And that was, that also seemed really weird to me because these were in engine pre-rendered like video. So why not just render them? Yeah. And it was noticeable. Those felt like they were locked at like 25. Sure. Like, well, that... they're probably super compressed too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was, um, that was interesting. That was, that was an interesting, um, disparity but i didn't i didn't notice anything anything else interesting i i feel like i didn't notice i don't think i really noticed any like weird compression or anything different in the cutscenes but most of the game i played at 30 frames per second so maybe it wasn't maybe they were 30 frames (laughs) per second and so i didn't notice them at that point it's certainly like i don't know it's i i'm really loving this this generation has been interesting so far you know where as we record this we're six months in from the launch of the um both the ps5 and the xbox series consoles and i it's been certainly a lull of new releases of new new games there's only really been a few that that have really stood out but i have loved discovering some older stuff on these consoles because of things like the s and and, uh, you know all of the stuff i'm saying if i had a pc that was even semi-modern it would be a a non-conversation but i'm loving things like you know the ssd loading speeds and but that said there's stuff that like pc even the pc doesn't have like i freaking love um on the xbox consoles the quick resume functionality so you know but prior like last generation michaela you know if she's like oh i gotta do this thing and i'm like oh how long are you gonna be she's like 20 minutes i'm not gonna bother because i gotta start up the console it's gonna take a couple minutes to like load into the game it's gonna take a minute to like load into my save and then if you like have to fast travel or do anything like there's another minute and so you've made four minutes of progress and you're out of time with quick resume and with these new consoles it's like you know michaela's like i'm gonna be 20 minutes before she finishes that sentence, I'm in a, in one of the last four or five games that I've been playing in the last spot I was in because it doesn't have to boot up. It doesn't have to like do anything. It's just there all the time. And it's super cool to be able to do that. I I'm, just I'm, I, you just gave me flashbacks to Grand Theft Auto five on the 360. Like how come? Uh, because um, did you play that on the 360? Oh, like the load time. Yeah, because you yeah, oh, they were terrible. Yeah, because it, <laughs> it, it came with uh, an install disc and then a, yes, a play yeah. disc. And it was it was just that was that was and when, when you started it and it's like four or five minutes like before you even get in yeah. or something. I am sure it's not that long and I'm sure I'm hyperbolizing, but it felt like that. And uh, um, they haven't fixed that for Grand Theft Auto Online. Those load times really into an online match are horrendous. Oh, geez. Um, I'm interested in seeing what that feels like when it comes, you know, they're they're doing the Skyrim thing and bringing it to every console under the sun. When that hits like, uh, you know, when there's a that Xbox series version and the PS5 version of GTA 5 and GTA Online, I wonder if that's when we'll start to see those differences happen with that game. Yeah, it'll be it'll that'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've been talking a lot about like the game and mechanics and, and graphics and stuff like that. I would love to jump into the story a little bit and specifically you, I spent a bunch of time. I, I found the side missions so entertaining that I jumped into them the moment that I saw that there was a new one, basically. Um, what did you think of that stuff? I loved it. In fact, I 
the the story is really intriguing and really interesting. Um, but the the side the side stories are so wild and wacky and out of nowhere. <laughs> And I'm trying to find that. Here we go. I'm going through our conversations. Um, there's you, you, you walk, you're walking down an alley and um, you run into the, this girlfriend and boyfriend arguing yes. about like him, like cheating, <laughs> cheating uh, on her. But, and this know. is like the first side yeah. mission you get, this isn't is the, it? Yes. This is the first one. It was yeah. either this or the bodybuilding gym. And this guy tells you about live chat. And it's a live chat service where you can talk to talk to girls. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I've never right. heard of this live chat. Uh, I was like, no, I, I have. Um, uh, I know. All, but I, I, I put the story on pause. I put it on pause. <laughs> I was like, you know what? My missing daughter, she can chill out. Right. Let's go. I got to go to this Internet arcade, like Internet cafe that's specifically built around having these live chat sessions, it seems like. And um, so you you go and uh, you meet this guy and he's like a, a nerdy, like just a, a nerdy, greasy dude. And he's telling you about live chat where you're going to talk to girls. And then in the introduction um, video, he, he's like, what? Why is she taking her clothes off? And I was like, hell yeah, this is going to be great. This is going to be dope. And then I went in and it is, um, I don't know if you've ever, uh, you know, used a live chat service <laughs> i can't say that i have um but i was would, it authentic is i would that i would um, me either i i don't i don't mm. know what those could <laughs> potentially be like um but i feel like uh if i were to have an experience with them i feel like this was fairly accurate really yeah um the because you could uh, in the game, you have to buy points, and then you can pick a model. And I, I noticed that, like all the the um, currency, because you spend money to buy the points for the service, right. and the 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 breakdowns and the different point values was such that you would either not have enough or have an excess. Yes, which, but but not quite enough to do two. So then you'd have to buy more. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I I remember because I was playing this. And you're talking to this this girl and you get in this chat room and it's a it's a video of a live Japanese woman. And these are actually gravure. I, I'm, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. These are actual like titty models <laughs> from oh, really? Japan. These are actual adult models that are doing these little chat things. And you have to do like a quick time event to type. And yeah. I was, but and, you're an old man and you're terrible at technology. And so at the start of this like tutorial that the chat addict is giving you, like you have no idea what's happening. And so the quick time event is like you typing in individual letters and like seeing him do this like one finger typing thing. And it's so funny. Yeah. And then uh, I, I'm, I'm looking at our discord and I'm sending you, I was sending you pictures of this. And I hadn't played at that point. <laughs> so I was like, what is, why are you sending me this? <laughs> And, and he's like, wait, is that you were like, yo, is that Yakuza? I was like, this game is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, well, that's like all Shane's going to have to talk about because he won't ever leave the chat. Bar. I mean, I may have spent some time in those. Yeah. And it's 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 such a weird. And you, you mentioned this earlier that there's very serious moments and very wacky moments. This is so. I get I guess off tone for the game because, yeah because that's the first non-serious moment i think that you have really like it's entirely serious up to that point yeah uh, actually we should probably talk about the story because we're, we're jumping around 
So, um, you, you're, you're dropped into the middle of a, so far a six part series and you, you're dropped in the middle. You had never had an opportunity <laughs> yeah. to not be dropped in the middle to get here organically. It's just, you know, they just throw you in. I like to review my games and my movies as a whole. So <laughs> I don't know about any prior art. Um, but you, um, what is this? I know him as Kiryu, uh, Kiryu Kazu, uh, Kazuma, Kazu, Kazuma, Kazuma. Um, you play as him. Uh, he used to be a leader of the, um, uh, uh, was it the Toho? The Toho? Something like that. I yeah. struggled so much with like, because the, there's so many terms and names that I was not familiar with. Um, yeah. Basically, and the whole game's there's no English dub. The whole game is, is performed in Japanese. By, um, by some stellar voice work. Some oh yeah, absolutely. It sounded stellar. fantastic. I mean, I wouldn't know if it was poor because I'm not familiar with the language, but uh, it sounded really good to me. No, I mean, it was the the audio mixing on the main character mm. was really good, and when I would play it on my speakers with the subwoofer, like he has a like I don't know if they put extra processing on his voice, mm. but his voice it's like booming booms, and like and then I was playing it on my headphones at one point because it was late, and like the impact of his of him talking wasn't gone was gone so i think they did a really good job with the the voice acting and this is mm-hmm. you know this can go into that conversation of subs versus dubs with anime weebs i i <laughs> i i prefer subs okay it's it's whatever but i know good i know good japanese voice voice acting when i hear it because i've watched a lot of hentai and this was really really good stuff that that, mm-hmm. that joke didn't make you laugh didn't land is this a i didn't a, think it was a joke I, I think that everyone should like what they like and that's totally fine oh wow look at you derek you're wonderful uh, <laughs> so the a good chunk of the game is setting up um the the, the story your the main character goes to jail um and at the, actually at this point i don't remember why he went to jail um Yakuza things. Yakuza things, you know, gangster things. He goes to jail and his uh not like biological, not adopted daughter, like um he took this girl um under his wing and and she was an orphan and um they ran an orphanage together and um, like he's just a gangster with a heart of gold basically is what yes. what, I, what I got. And there's there's a uh there's a, a side character or a side story where you run into a guy that gives you like a Siri analog for your phone. Did you do that? Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. And, um, but Siri or Hiji said, uh, Oh, this person, um, um, is nicer than they look. And I thought that was definitely on par. Cause he mm, looks like mm-hmm. a, like a mean dude. And he's got a nice, totally. he's got a nice pair of gators on. And, and, um, man, that was a throwback to Geekscape Games, where you're yelling at me about not Crocs of, and stuff. Crocs, and I stuff. know their, I know their shoes now. Yeah, yeah, and um, so she's a pop idol, and in the last game, on stage, she says that you know her family is yakuza, and her pop career just ends. It ends, and I, I got the impression that she left it, like she stepped down because she wanted, because he was also hospitalized at that point wasn't yeah he? yeah or no he, so, he was in the middle of a a big big fight yes right from, um which led to him being hospitalized yeah and she was like my family needs me and then then it kind of came out that um you know that she, she's kind of under the wing of this 
somebody who's very high up in a in a yakuza family yeah and um and so then yeah then it's like the media and the culture they want nothing to do with her because you know she's if she is associated with these people or this person, then she can't be good either and isn't a good idol or role model to, to the people that look up to her. And, and, and Yakuza in Japan, um, the, they're bad dudes. They're bad dudes. They're the only people that get tattoos. And if you have a tattoo, like you're, well, I mean, not, not really like you, there's a lot of like normal people getting tattoos in Japan, but, <laughs> but, but there's, there's some places where if you have a tattoo, they won't let, let you in. in really? Japan. Yeah. So Yakuza's are like as cliche bad guys in real life as, as they are in, in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, you know, you you have a, a famous person that says like, "Oh yeah, they got ties to the Italian mob," or like um, that uh, that Gotti gal, like her John Gotti was her um, was her dad. You know, in America, it's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, she's got ties to the mob." Haha, <laughs> isn't that cool? Or like, that's wacky. But in Japan, it's like, "Oh, they got ties to the mob." Done, done, ostracized, okay, yeah, done. Yeah. So it is like a, it's like a, there's a serious like dichotomy between the the two cultures, and she go. Um, uh, she goes back to Okinawa uh, to run her orphanage, which I, I have to say the whole orphanage, like, like preamble that felt like it took a while. <laughs> like, like I was, I was, I was like, man, I don't know if this is going to be a good game. <laughs> <laughs> like It was, it took a minute. Like once you get back there and have to like talk to everybody or no, just getting to the point where, um, so, uh, Kiryu goes to jail for three years, um, and then comes out and then goes back to the orphanage and, um, and Haruka, who is this idol and his daughter, she's gone. She's gone. But, but getting to the point from giving up player control to getting player control back, it, it was, Oh, it's long. It's definitely, it's very long. And I, I was, and I was, you know, taking notes and I was just like, at the beginning, I wasn't really sure I was going to dig this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as soon as you get into, into playing it and uh, all the stuff you can do. Um, so then you get out of jail, you go back to the, the oh, and um, she leaves the orphanage because there's paparazzi that are taking photos of her at the orphanage saying like, this orphanage is run by the mob because X uh, idol right. is there and she leaves well, and the other orphan's perspective is that she's leaving to be closer to where uh, Kiryu is. That yeah, because she says that. She yeah, says but he that. gets out. He gets out, and she's he's not seen her or heard from her in forever, and and nobody knows where she is. So then yeah. he goes off to try to locate her, basically. Yeah, go goes off to locate her. Um, wackiness ensues. You end up um, going back to your old stomping grounds, and there's uh, the the Chinese triads are are coming in and really starting to push in a lot of uh or mm. push out a lot of the old old guard and there's a lot of violence going on and you you're like it's it's like the cliche jackie jackie chan like i don't want any trouble i don't want any trouble like, <laughs> right right you're just i'm there. just a civilian now yeah but everyone's like you know what wackiness ensues and they're and they're back in um the main characters back into the life of crime but trying to catch up and put the pieces together from your three years in jail your your um your best friend Akiyama, he ran like a great um a real prominent financial institution. You find him like homeless, living living in the in sewer. The sewer. <laughs> and yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Um, 
because I saw years ago, I saw a pretty good documentary on homelessness in Japan and like how starkly different it is than in America. And it, 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 without going into like, you know, an hour long documentary on homeless people in Japan, um, there's almost no homeless women in Japan because if, if a woman is homeless, that means that in their eyes, the community has failed as a community to protect their women. So, um, and in this, you know, documentary, these little like homeless encampments that they make, um, were very, very on par with the little house that he made in the sewers. And, Mm. you know, this is a Japanese game, so they're probably going to, you know, have their own stuff, but not being in Japan thinking like, Oh man, this is, this is a great setup. He's got a little fort, you know, he doesn't have to pay taxes. (laughs) Um, you know, he's got electricity. Um, it, it seemed, I could, I could see how an outsider from Japanese culture would think like, oh, that's great. You've got a little clubhouse. But in, in reality, like that's a- accurate to their homeless population there. Right. That's um, pretty interesting. Yeah. And then you find out uh, Haruka got run over by a car and she's in a coma yeah. and she has a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is the baby from the preamble. And I was like, what the? what the fuck this game is so japanese it is so <laughs> and then you end up stealing the baby because like child protective services or whatever shows up and is like she's in a coma you're not even actually related to her you have no right to this child like we're taking the child and here you who has run an orphanage and seen people go through the ringer because of this like he's like there's no way you're getting this baby so you like i th- you like fight oh but then your best friend the sewer guy he also the is there <laughs> It's it's Aki, Akiyama. Akiyama. Uh, Which I love the presentation. He tries to stop you and you have a fight in. Yeah, you like literally nursery. like fight and like beat him up. Um, and the presentation for that fight was great because it goes from cutscene. They're running at each other and uh, the the battle like, you know, how I said earlier, it would be like Yakuza or thugs yeah, yeah. or gangsters. Um you're running at each other and it says Akiyama and it, I love the presentation for that fight. And, um, but I kept picking up like furniture and I was like, Oh, by accident. Yeah. I was yeah. like, no, I don't. Cause it's p- the same as the grab button. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, I don't want to, I don't want to pick up this, this mobile and beat him over the head. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and it's also when you are, so, so as you're fighting and as you're, you're, I think as you're landing hits, but also blocking hits successfully, you're like, rage I didn't block me- shit. I didn't block shit. I, I found, I didn't block anything for a while, but then it became very hard not to die unless you were blocking um or dodging there's like a dodge button as well um but yeah as you're blocking as you're hitting your like rage meter builds and once it fills up there's certain like contextual uh button presses that will like use one of the say your rage bars to do a cool move and and probably take a guy down unless he's like super strong but you can also like go into this rage mode um and your guy like you know, like Dragon Ball Z style, like powers up and like glows blue um, for this, the period that he is in rage, which is, which is accurate to street fighting in Japan. If you, <laughs> I, if you were familiar, I saw with it the in culture, a documentary. Yeah. If you were familiar with the culture, you would understand. <laughs> and then, and then you, it makes you like faster and like, you can't be like staggered with hits um, and your hits do more damage. But 
when you're in rage mode, like if you're near an object at all, it seems like pressing any button will grab that object. And yeah. so I found sometimes like, and it takes a, it takes a decent little while for the rage meter to build up all the way. I found there were certain instances where the whole rage period was ruined because every time I would hit the button, he would just be grabbing a different object. Yes, and it was terrible. Yes, I, I really... and it makes you really strong though, too. The rage, like you can pick up like motorbikes and like throw really? them at people and stuff. Yeah. If you're okay. outside. Yeah. Um, or like, like, like couches, like entire, like four person couches. You're just like lifting, like it's nothing and like swinging it around like a baseball bat. It's very odd. Interesting. That kind of reminds me of dead rising where you could pick up a whole bench. Kind of. Like yeah. Swing yeah. It, like it a does bat. kind of feel like that at times. Yeah. That's a good comparison. Yeah. It, um, I, 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 I'm conflicted on the battle mode because it's really flashy. It seems really coherent. Um, it's re- a little bit over in depth with how much you can do when, when reality it's just in my very limited purview of, of playing it's push yeah. X, X, push X to win. Uh, I was, I was more of like a Y fan myself, but um, <laughs> I do, <laughs> I do feel, I do hear what you're saying. And I like unlocked a ton of moves and there were certain ones that I use all the time, like, like press Y while sprinting to do like a, a quick, like jump drop kick thing and and but there's like a lot of like combos and stuff that you could purchase and have the ability to use but as soon as i was out of the menu where i purchased them i would forget what they were and never (laughs) never use them and is they're intense yeah and is that just like would we feel differently about that and that system if we were like fighting game players i don't really ever play fighting games um except unless it's like with michaela and she is a button masher and she beats me every time Oh, I thought, by matching buttons when I'm like trying to do combos and stuff. I, I thought so. it was uh, unless it was Michaela and she's domestically abusing me, then it's you know <laughs> I got to hit that defend button. Um, this game is hot garbage on mouse and keyboard. Fucking sucks. oh, I, I could imagine. Fucking yeah, sucks. That, yeah. And there's there's even um, a little warning at the beginning where it says re, uh, on the on my version anyway it says real yakuza play with a controller. No way, really. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm. I'm obviously not a Yakuza, so uh, <laughs> let's see. But I, I wanted to get the it. It was not good, um, so I busted out the controller, and it was. And, and I, I don't know if this is my computer or if anytime I would bump the mouse, I actually turned off my mouse and keyboard when playing this game because all the menus would would change like that if the mouse if there was det- any mouse movement detected so oh, it, really? it would all the 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 xbox buttons would go away all the you know pushes button to resume would go away and it would turn to uh, keyboard commands and it messed me up in like the menu sometimes so i i had to turn everything off <laughs> and i was just playing like it was an xbox yeah and i, I I'm like I said before, I'm definitely going to play more of this. Yeah. Uh, if just if I wasn't plagued with the like my only respite of time to sit and play this game wasn't when my graphics card right was on life support. I, I wish I could have a more more coherent grasp of the story. Um, but I I'm stoked to see what happens and see w- what there's so much to do in this, in this totally, world. Yeah. Totally. And I, and I think both, again, both of the main story, the main story is super interesting and I'm definitely interested in seeing how it resolves. Um, but also all of the side quests are like some of the funniest, weirdest things like in, 
any game in recent memory that I can think of. Like there's weird stuff like you're you're just walking up a set of stairs and these two like um you know like teenagers fall down them and then when they're on the ground they're like oh no we've switched bodies and so like what? The, yeah it's like a boyfriend and girlfriend they're like oh no we switched bodies and then it turns out like as you go through it they're actually like they were oh and they're like you're like you're lying i don't believe you at all obviously but they're just trying to like convince you that it's real and then um the 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 girl gets picked up by her like father. Um, but she's like, I'm not the girl. I'm like this, I'm the guy. And um, it turns out they were lying, which they reveal later. And it was like, I think the girl was going to get sent to like boarding school or something, but she, he's, you know, they, they, that then they would have to like break up and she didn't want to do that. So they're like, if we can convince our parents that we switch bodies, then they won't be able to do this to us. And like, just, absurdly that is stu- so, so stupid but so, so creative and so funny i like ate that stuff up and then there's like random stuff too like like you know you mentioned the what was the virtual assistant um kaiju or something kaiju hiji which hiji. which which i thought um um was a a play on uh ely which is okay. a uh a, a translation um, device in Japan where it's like a, a smart um, it's like a smart device it's not a phone or anything it's its own individual device that oh really you can like talk into and then talk out of it, and then it'll talk in, in the language you've selected okay and um, it's a Japanese product for you know like English people so I thought it was a play on Ely and then 30 minutes into to all of that I was like oh they're making fun of Siri <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah got it um got it and it like well and it even has like a if i remember correctly it's it's like a siri-esque or just i mean vir- it's a virtual assistant-esque voice and like you slowly realize that it's like self-aware at least on your phone i wasn't i couldn't i, I don't know if it was, was on every phone or just on your this phone game but has it like skynet <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It like calls some other like phone assistant like a bitch and it like notes that it wants to control the world. And then it like leads you to like helping a woman who's being harassed. But then I think it was also told the people that were harassing her to to harass her or something like just weirdly like it's like controlling everything. And then you find out or you you're you intend to shut her down to delete her off your phone. And then these other guys come to stop you. And it's like people that she told to like stop you from doing this. Cause you were like a bad person. You're going to do something bad. Um, and then you eventually like find the person who installed it on your phone in the first place. who was like a salesperson and he's installed it on thousands of phones. And he's like, it's going to be my life's mission to make sure that it's deleted off of every phone. Um, so it can't take over the world and like just absurd. And like, this is in the middle of like, I'm trying to find out why my daughter's in a coma and whose baby is this? Like, who is the father? And it's like, sure. I'll have time for this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly there's there's so much that I could I could see there's so much in this game um, that and I like that the different parts of the side quest you could complete on on your own because I got to the point in that one side quest for the little girl where you could buy uh, you you could buy a gift for her because your adopted daughter is her favorite idol but she's shunned because she's Yakuza right Oh, and I loved just on in that mission, the, some of those little conversations that happen in the side missions as well are surprisingly heartfelt, like like nobody likes Haruka anymore. But there's this little girl and you randomly end up talking to her and she like she's like, I'll never give up on Haruka because, 
you know, Haruka gave her, she got to meet her once and Haruka gave her this little girl advice to on like helping her make friends and not be so shy at school. And once she started doing that, like now she's got all these friends. And, and um, so even though like the world doesn't love Haruka anymore, she's never going to stop. And like all this like little heartfelt moments like that, um, that were just like the side quests were filled with that stuff. Yeah. Which makes it feel like, you know, Skyrim with chopsticks which <laughs> or or something like that but um speak, speaking of chopsticks the i found the eating and drinking mechanic mechanic really clunky i did not eat or drink one time because i didn't understand what the point of it was because i like i just felt like if you got out of a fight it would you would have whatever health you were left with um, and so if you got into another fight very quickly, like maybe you would die because you didn't have enough health. But once you reloaded, you would just have full health again. Interesting. See, weird. I uh, when I play games like this, like everything has to be full. Everything has to be full. Like when, when <laughs> I when I played the division two, there's a like base building mechanic where you have to give supplies yes. oh, to, yeah, yeah. to different yeah. outposts. I would be before I did any of the story missions, I would make sure all my outposts had like all the supplies, all the water, everything. And I would ostensibly waste a couple hours of my, (laughs) of my play session running, running around like, Oh, I need to go find some cans. So this game, I made sure my health was always full and my stomach meter was always full. And you're right. I don't know. I just assumed, and I think they might've said it at one point where if you're hungry, you run out of stamina faster. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's the case. <laughs> Felt like it, uh, but eating—you'd go into a restaurant and you pick your, pick a menu. And I found out that you can't get two of something because if you okay. if you get if you order two items, you actually order an item and then deselect and unorder an item. So I I, I found that out after two or three visits to the same restaurant. I was like, why? I want to get this, this, and this, but. You can different meals uh, or different items of a meal uh, complement each other and give you different buffs. Like, you know, you could get some some ramen with like a side of garlic paste. And it's like, right. oh, you got the, the the bonus and you'd get temporary buffs. You get um, you would get uh, experience and stat buffs. Oh, you got experience from that, too. Yeah. So like, if you, oh, I didn't realize that. OK, if, if you ate a burger, you'd get um, you'd get strength or if, sure. you, if you ate or if you ate too much ramen or too much garlic, you'd get uh, something else. Um, yeah. Did you drink any alcohol in this game? Um, no. There's me either, but there was a, a stat that I bought of like alcohol resistance. Oh, I saw that too. And I did not buy it. Cause I was like, I don't know why I would do that. Cause, but maybe it gives you like experience or, or buffs as well. And um, Oh, there's, you go to an old bar that used to hang out and the, the, the woman who runs it, damn, uh, I was getting some, uh, I was getting some feels from the mama, <laughs> mama bartender like that. Yeah. That, more, more than you, more than during your live. You're like, why can't she do the live chat? The, yeah. Like the, you know, the, the strong older Japanese woman, like, mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arigato. Um, back at that spot, uh, 
because that's near that's like in the first area you're in right yeah like before you move on to hiroshima i found at least at well it never really went away but running around the city was a bit frustrating because especially at the start it's like go go over here and now go over here and now go over here and it was mostly just like go over here and have a cutscene. now go over here and have a cutscene. now you're gonna have a fight in the middle now go over here and have another cutscene. but he can't like run for very long um, like you can't sprint for very long and it seems to take a long time to like charge back up to the point where you can like sprint fully again. There's, so there is a, um, a T from a vending machine that would reduce your oh, really? sprint. That would like mm. for a brief, I should have looked at that stuff more. Yeah. For a brief moment of time, it would, um, give you like a, a Oh, you don't get tired from sprinting. Okay. Um, and yeah. You, so I thought, I thought because I didn't do that, excuse me, because I didn't do that. I thought it was a bit boring traversing around these spots when it, it was like, I wish I could just jump into the next cutscene because there's literally no purpose of me walking right now because I'm just walking to the next cutscene. And, you know, wasn't this guy in prison for three years? Like, shouldn't he be super in shape? Like, he can run for 20 seconds. Well, I mean, I don't know what it's like in, in prison. Um, so maybe maybe he, he had a one of those, like, Amster, um, Amsterdam relaxing prisons where, the, you know, you get... <laughs> um, it's not like a, t- a tough American prison. Yeah. Uh, actually, right. actually... Uh, I saw this in a documentary once. Uh, you wouldn't understand the culture, but <laughs> Japanese prisoners are kind of f- not taken care of. Mm. Like going to jail in Japan is like a serious deal. That was, um, do you remember, you might not remember, but there was the interim CEO of, I think it was Mitsubishi, but he was from Lebanon and he was, um, he was, I'm trying to remember. He, it, it was, he was being charged with like, tax fraud or something and there he thought there was a conspiracy that because he brought shame dishonor to the the japanese company because he's a foreigner um that you know he he was he was under house arrest and he fled the country in like a box like he got shipped out Um, no way really he got he got smuggled out and and he ran to lebanon and once he got out like he he was in house arrest and he went missing and showed up in, in Lebanon or Syria and said, like, yo, here's the deal. Like, Japan has, like, a 90 per, 98% conviction rate. And he's like, I would not get a fair trial. Like, because I'm a foreigner and because I'm, you know, brought, you know, shame to the country or right. to the company. So he dipped. So if you if you look at a 98% conviction rate in Japan, there's probably some some sketchy... Um, <laughs> yeah, some, that's crazy. Some Jeez. some sketchy courts. Um, you know that's board that's borderline like gulag status right there. Um, so yeah, you're right. He probably should be able to run more than 20 seconds. I did I did find some of the the quest tedious because I you would start at like this the most southern point or no the quest would be activated at like the northernmost part of the map. And you'd go to the southernmost part mm-hmm. to to get to the next stage, and it's like, oh, go over here and talk to this person. And you go back up to the most northern part, and they're like, oh, you can buy that picture at a pawn shop, and it's which right, is right back down. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. right next door, and it was uh, it that th- that felt like padding. It was definitely like it did. Yeah, it, it was some it was some serious padding, and you know, I just wanted to go back to the the live chat and. <laughs> Do, do I some, mean, you could stop on your. Maybe it was giving you an opportunity to stop back on your way. Yeah, I just wanted to do some some. some like, pa- how am I supposed to afford this picture of Haruka when I keep buying these credits? <laughs> That's that hits too close to home, Derek. <laughs> um, 
I, I also I also thought it was very interesting how nonchalantly and how easy the main character would just give his cell phone to a stranger because if it happened multiple times, it's <laughs> yeah, like, hey, do you true. have a smartphone? Let me have that. But he wasn't used. To, I don't think he was used to smartphones because they weren't really a thing before he went to prison. I mean, do smartphones did smartphones come out in three years? Yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. Which um, I. I've heard that the most recent Yakuza Like a Dragon, everyone is saying it's it's the best. Um, and it's a very similar thing. This guy was in jail for like 30 years and he comes out. But his favorite game... He was in jail for 30 years. Yeah, yeah. He was in, oh, wow. he was, he was in jail for a while. He's like an old yeah, man yeah. now. And he, he comes out. But his favorite video game when he went into jail was um, Dragon Quest for the NES. Yeah. So it's the he looks through all of his interactions like an RPG and he'll, he's got kind of a schizophrenic, like twisted view on the world where there's a homeless guy. That's like, he thinks it's like a wizard or, or a warrior and joins his party. And the whole thing is framed through like an old NES um, RPG. And it, because of how successful that was, the Yakuza games going forward are going to be turn-based RPGs. Or term- I read. I just just that's like fairly recent news at, at the time of recording. It's which is super interesting because obviously like this is the first in the series we've played. So I'm like, how does it get there? Yeah. But then they have another series. What's it called? Justice or something? Oh, um, I have no idea. What's that? They have another series called Justice, I believe, and that they said that will be like the the brawler style one going forward. Did um does. Did you run into those justice gangsters? Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't know if it has anything to do with there. There's a clan or a gang called justice in this game. Um, And it's very funny because all of a sudden I'm like, isn't that like a dude from New Japan Pro Wrestling? And it totally is. Like, I think several of the justice members are from New Japan, like real people. Oh, yeah. uh, From from New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is very funny. Um, And so you're introducing them pretty early and then you don't see them for a while. But then did you get to the clan battle point? negative negative no so there's like uh it's like another sort of mini game it's called a clan battle and so you basically end up he's like uh, we'll be a i don't know how it's not just like trying to start another family but he's very uh uh he's very much kiryu is very much like oh i'm not joining another gang but i'll help you out type thing. <laughs> yeah. and then and then it's kind of like a mini like rts game where you're like placing you know your your kind of like uh resource builds and different units cost different amounts of resources and so you're throwing out like low quality guys and then you can get like leaders and you can only have one le- of each leader on the map at a time but they have like special abilities like they'll heal the other dudes around them and stuff but you're just trying to like kill all of the um the opposing team which you basically um another guy from justice like that was that was higher up in justice like joins you as well because he's like these guys are just they're becoming what they like you know came into fruition to stop basically um you know they're just becoming what they what they hate and um so now you're setting out to stop them so i i did a couple of those clan battles it's pretty fun it's like a weird it's like a it you know it's super simple but it's like a nice change of uh, mechanic in this game which this game does a lot of like there's several of these like different mini games and they're all super different and they're all like entertaining or super funny or whatever um I did, like way more variety in this game than i was expecting for sure yeah i'm looking at the 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 justice group uh, spelled uh, j-u-s-t-i-s and um the 
on a, a, a wiki. And uh, I have to point out, I have to point out, there's two dots of trivia. The first one is the six lunatics from Justice are portrayed by New Japan pro wrestlers. Right. And then the next one is the name is revealed to be a misspelling of Justice. <laughs> that's pretty great that's some hard that's, which that's tough trivia like finding out that he was a uh the main dude was like a pro wrestler made sense because when you run into them i'm like yo this dude looks like like a final fantasy boss like he, yeah. his, oh, his, yeah. his jacket and and in that initial cut cut scene he felt really stiff just like standing there like i've never seen sure. i've never seen a human being stand that way it felt like a uh, a cutscene from goldeneye <laughs> which which is well, actually it, it felt worse than goldeneye because that was a fully mocap game um but uh did you get did you meet uh takeshi katano in the game the the actor uh, takeshi katano i don't know uh, i'm not sure he um he's like a classic japanese actor and he's done a, a lot of you know a lot of crazy stuff he's been in a lot of movies he was in my favorite japanese movie battle royale um did you ever he was he was into he was in takeshi's castle um which over here on like the west the the most extreme elimination challenge show? yeah yeah he was yeah, yeah. he was one of the two guys oh really yeah I, I i may have seen him i'm not sure like i i generally in the map tried to like do everything that looked like was a thing to do well, he's, before moving on so um, it looks like he's a, a pretty serious character okay yeah yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just would, wouldn't. I don't know if I would have recognized him without the context, but got it. Um, got it. Yeah, there. Well, <laughs> the clan battle is interesting too because at the point where you get into it, and I think that's like probably seven or eight hours in. Th- I at that point, to that point, never had never seen a gun in the game at that point, and then like there's like a fight either just before or just after that. And then all of a sudden there's guys shooting at you and then all of a sudden you take the gun and now you're shooting at them. And I'm like, I thought we were just fighting, but now we're killing people. You know, I didn't, it was a weird, like why, where were they for the first eight hours? Why you never, you never even threatened with a gun for the first eight hours. And now all of a sudden, like you're getting shot, like in a standard battle, how come this guy can take so many shots as well? He's just a man. (laughs) Or he's more than a man. Um, (laughs) If you understood Japanese culture, Derek, you understand that, um, uh, uh, there aren't a lot of guns around. So, um, only the, the baddest of the bad have them. I mean, that makes sense. I, I, I accept that. Yeah, I mean, Japan doesn't Japan doesn't even have an army, so. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know a lot about Japanese culture. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a huge fucking weeb. Yeah, otaku. Oh, I was. I thought you said kotaku. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I just was vividly remembered uh, reminded that that's a fake name for a shitty website. <laughs> um. I uh, and the, the story is like once you get into Hiroshima, it's funny as well. In like, there's like a weird love triangle, and then it expands from there. And then this dude like really hates you, but then you all he also wants you to play baseball with him. But then you like end up fighting on the baseball field, and it's just it's such an absurd game. And and I I really I liked everything I liked everything I played in this game. I think that this is a fantastic game, and I'm absolutely interested in seeing it through the end um because i want to know what happens like who's the dad does it does she wake up like 
like there's so much more to happen to that needs to happen in this game. I think based on the chapters and based on Googling how many chapters there were, I think I'm about halfway through the main story. Um, and which feels like it feels lengthy. Like I've put a decent chunk of time into the game. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things that it's one of those games that you really need to be in the mood for, because just like we said at the start, like something that I struggled with at first and something that I definitely struggled with throughout my playtime was I was playing it not because I felt like I wanted to, but because I felt like I had to. And what, you know, knowing I was jumping into probably 45 minutes of cutscenes if I'm playing it for an hour or if I'm playing it for an hour and 15 minutes or whatever, knowing I was jumping into that was hard to do at times. But if I was just playing it organically, I would have loved, you know, loved every second of it and also been like, I don't really feel like this right now. I'm going to jump in and play something else. Uh, thanks to the Xbox quick, quick resume feature. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I agree. I, 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 I parrot that whole sentiment that sure like getting into the game um into it like not not just like physically but like getting into like the play sesh I knew that I, I had to devote some time yeah and definitely I, I felt I felt like because I was doing it for the show I felt obligated which is why I was up till like 1 a.m last night and then up <laughs> at, and then up at 7 a.m. this morning and then went back to sleep to get ready for the show to to get more in i again i'm so sorry my computer broke (laughs) no it's fine this is great it's it's i uh, yeah but i um yeah it's it, it i'm torn i'm torn on um you know if it's a checkout or buy or yeah i'm torn i'm really torn what's if you had to choose one right now, what would you choose? Or and first, before that, is there anything else that you want to say about this game? Are you ready to kind of move on? Um, voice acting was great. Uh, yeah, the everything felt really um, dense. I liked it. I I liked, um, I liked the whole experience. I felt the stat building was a little. Um, I I think I was looking at um, after conversing with you and everything. I felt like. I was just buying upgrades as I had the experience to purchase them. Yeah. I would be better off saving up for ones that I would, I would use because I purchased, mm. I purchased a, an upgrade the other day for, um, bonus to recruits. And I was like, huh, I guess, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I'm going to have recruits at some point. Why right. did I, why did I waste my money on this? Um, yeah, I mostly just try focused at least for quite a while, just on the like base stats. Yeah, which pro- I mean, that's player error. Player error. Uh, the story's great. Voice acting is great. The the non cut scenes it feels stiff and totally super stiff. It it's um it reminded me of a Deus Ex cutscene. Like <laughs> I can see that the original yeah. Deus Ex cutscene. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think that's kind of kind of it that I wanted to to say. Oh, so if, you oh had, if, if you're playing it on PC, turn off real time reflections. Turn those off because that turn them off. Turn them off because it just sucks your performance. You'll be hitting 30 frames per second if you, yeah. if you have those on. <laughs> it's a um, cinematic 30 frames. What one thing that I never saw like a quick tip or anything pop up for, but I really wish there was, is it took me more than three hours of playtime to realize that if you just hit like the back button on the controller or whatever that button's called, whatever, where, where select used to be for, for, you know, the first 30 years of gaming. Um, if you press that button, it would instantly bring you up to the map. What? And, Wait, what? Yeah. 
And I prior to this, I thought it was super annoying because you couldn't you, you like you can't just switch your active mission and like, you know, get like an arrow pointing you to the, your destination or whatever. So I would have to like go into the tasks menu to see the task to then see it like on the map. And I felt like it was super annoying. But then three, like three and a half hours in, I don't even know. I, did I press it by accident? I'm not sure. But the, you just press that button and you go to the map. And uh, I felt pretty dumb, but I also felt like the game didn't tell me that at all. And I could have saved so much time. So um, the game doesn't tell you, but I just I just instinctively knew like, OK, this has got to be I would I would push the map button hoping and then be like, oh, damn it, I need the menu. So okay, I was yeah. I was the opposite. Oh, really? Um, But didn't didn't they ch- they change the, the the graphic on the button to be like a to be a map like isn't that no it's like two squares yeah two two pages two maps <laughs> two, two maps what is this uncharted <laughs> uh, you don't have a controller big enough for that many maps <laughs> uh yeah so that is uh if you are going to play this game i would uh know that and uh you know you're welcome <laughs> Do you not do you not push every button to see what it does in the game? Not really, I don't think. Cuz that, that that's like a throwback. Like you'd rent a game from Blockbuster or Cars and you'd throw a game in, you're like, "Heck is Cars?" It's a local grocery store <laughs> and that had a video section. You yeah, you'd yeah. get a game, there'd be no manual, you'd put it in and you would all right, uh, load it up and you push every button to see what it does. Do you not do that? I I would have back in the day. I would say I probably don't now. You've gotten so. And I feel like a lot of games are pretty good at like running you through things. You've gotten uh, to start. You've gotten soft. Uh, Just like my hand to be held a little bit. (laughs) Is that a Taylor Swift reference? (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm full of them. So probably. (laughs) No, I don't think that is. I don't think that is. Yo, Um, yo, T Swift uh, hit us up. We got we got your next single. I don't think she needs us. She released like three albums in the past 12 months. Interesting. Sounds like, she, uh, sounds like she's oversaturated the market with T Swift. I mean, she just won album of the year. So at the Grammys. Yeah. Cool. And uh billboards artist of the decade for the 2010s. Really? And uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. She's, uh, she's a national treasure, international treasure, national treasure. What, um, what I've always, I, I gotta ask. I got, yeah. I yeah. got to know why taylor swift what's the what's the what's the appeal (laughs) why do i why why do i love taylor swift i think that i really enjoy storytelling and i think that she tells um just just really unique and really uh she she tells stories very well within her music Uh, i also think that she does a great job of um and like for instance taylor swift's probably like my second favorite musician the first would probably be john mayer um you know interestingly because they have history together and all that but uh both of them i think what i appreciate the most is that every single album like i could hear you could hear like three bars from a song and you know what album it's from because they like shift their style of music and they they every every album feels drastically different it doesn't feel like you're listening to the same thing all the time um but yeah i i appreciate that through 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 both of them but um yeah it's interesting and, and it's it's i don't know i i listen to a lot of different genres i say i listen to a lot of different genres really you, you I don't listen to you those don't two, <laughs> you i listen don't. to those two artists but i appreciate a lot of different genres and it's like interesting because i can go and 
you know, listen to like Taylor Swift for two weeks and then I hop in the car and I play like a Slipknot album or something like it's very drastically different. Um, but it's uh, it's pretty good. Did um, who's the guy from Slipknot? Corey, Corey Taylor, Corey Taylor. He was on a, he, he was a feature on a falling in reverse single from a little while ago. I'll send it to you. You're going to you're going to sure. be like, you're, yeah, you're, you're yeah. Gonna be like what? Um, yeah, I have enjoyed, um, you know, we, we were just, I was just lucky enough, thanks to you and thanks to Anthony in Seattle. Um, I was lucky, you know, lucky enough to acquire the second newest Taylor Swift album, like a signed copy, which is great. So that means I have the last three, uh, signed. So yeah, uh, shout out to, uh, Tony H in, in Seattle, um, uh, DJ Tony H. Um, we, uh, we, we got, we'll talk about some of the Geek Seed Games podcast. Cause this is a, this is a funny story. I think, <laughs> okay. I think this is a, a funny story. Okay. So, so yes. Uh, uh, so, so I almost said Smasher pass on Yakuza six. I don't know what that means, but, um, Whoa! <laughs> but, uh, if you had to choose, like if it doesn't sound like it's a skip, but if you had to choose, like, is this like a, give it a shot is it a must play what do you think that you would say i i would say uh it's not for everyone it is very it's very japanese and when i say very japanese it's like um man it's the best what's the best way to like, like tokyo drift uh no that's not uh japanese at all <laughs> sounds like um, something a gaijin would say <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man, I could I could see you at like a comic shop with like a ponytail, like oh, you you bakugashin. You could see me at a with a ponytail at a comic shop. That's like the only Japanese word I know, and it's from Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I think that if I were to be a, a you know the character type of person with a ponytail at a comic shop, I think that person would know that character would know more Japanese than just the word from Tokyo Drift. It's funny because I. Right now, my hair is back in a ponytail, and I just and I just just made. And you're wearing a fedora, <laughs> and I'm and I'm vaping, and I'm eating. And ramen. you have a sword beside you. I do, I do. I, a, I, I literally have a katana and a live chat window on your second monitor. I'm not, no, I'm serious. like there is a katana like five feet yeah, from me. Yeah, nice ninjato. Oh god, nice. So smash or pass um, on Yakuza. Uh, it's a it's a checkout. It's a checkout, but sure. it's very it's very japanese and i was about to explain what i meant by that but there's there's uh, i don't know how to explain it um the best way to, de- to describe that is i was playing the the final fantasy 7 remake demo when it first came out mm. and my dad wa- was over here and he he came over and he checked it out and he's like you know watching a cutscene like cloud and everyone's talking to each other as they do and he's like huh that's real uh, Japanesey over there, isn't it? <laughs> and it's it, it's uh, you know like the the uh, 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 cloud Tifa uh, like that that kind of stuff. It it okay. it, it it is. Um, oh, my dad actually just uh, brought up a, uh, a a second katana that I did uh, that I forgot existed. So there's a uh, <laughs> yeah. So there's a there you go. That's a, a little a little mini katana that I'll well, one this, for each hand. <laughs> that'll be uh that'll be the album art um just me holding a katana uh, out of context for you because it's six it's okay so anyway getting off track getting completely off track it's it's good there's a lot of japanese tropes there's weird 
we- Japanese weirdness that your I think your average average consumer in America would be like, oh, that's definitely a, a Japanese thing. Like when the guy is explaining um, the <clears throat> the AI for the phone, he's like, oh, she she has such a sexy voice, <laughs> and it's like that's something that you would hear in, in, in Japanese media. Right. So it's a checkout. It is it is yeah. a checkout. Go to your local cars, get a copy of it, rent it, check it out. I, I don't think it's a buy or a pass. I mean, you don't have to buy it because it's on Game Pass. So, Well, I mean, th- I... I've, is I it could, worth your bandwidth if you have a bandwidth cap? It is. It is worth your bandwidth if you have a bandwidth cap, but know what you're getting into because you're in iteration six and there's just a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on. If you like Shenmue, sure. if you like Shenmue, you'll probably like this game. You like sailors. Um, if you like I, live chat, if you like Japanese <laughs> uh, titty models, you know, like I, I did in fact view a lot of Japanese titty models cause they're, <laughs> cause they're real ones. Like, Oh, I recognize you. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. They got the pro wrestler. They, you know, they got they got something for the pro wrestler fans and the real live chat fans, <laughs> yeah. all in the same game. And and um, plus a very serious story. Yeah. Like, it, how can you mix? What other game? Could, I think it's a must play, and I'm totally serious about that because this is one of like the you know I I guess I'm probably a pretty vanilla guy. Um, this is one of the oddest things that I've ever played. And I, it was so absurd at times. And I, like, I was just having a blast the entire time. It was so like, I just thought it was so weird and how easily it could like come in and out of different tones. And I, yeah, I, I, again, I think you need to know what you're going into. Just like you said, you need to know what you're going into before you go into it. It's For not, me, it's that's not Grand Theft Auto. It's not Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it's, it's not, not Grand Theft Auto. It's not Streets you're, of Rage. You're going to be watching more than you're playing. That's the only thing I think that you really need to be super aware of is that you're going to be watching more than you're playing. And that's not a bad thing. It's just something that you need to prepare for and something that you have to be in the mood for. But I think this is one of this is a game that I never, ever in a series, you know, it's series been around for how many years now? I've never looked. I've never looked at it to the point. I thought this was a Grand Theft Auto style game. And this is something that I'm so glad popped up because I enjoyed it so much. Um, it's it's super cool. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed my time. It's not a must play. It's a checkout just it's it's weird that you say this is like the weirdest thing that you've ever played because it, it I, nothing really like shocked me other other than the titty models i don't think it was sho- i don't mean weird isn't shocking but it, it's like a weird culmination of so many different things okay like it doesn't it's not it, it's just not focused at all like there's but in a good way like there's the, the fact that there is so much and that they're like how can the same people be writing writing this extremely serious like you know sad main storyline and then have you like in the middle of that like walking into uh, two people breaking up because the dude's addicted to live chat and then he like tutor- teaches you how to do like like how can those two things exist in the same game okay. that, that's all i mean by weirdness okay. and it's and i'm all for it it's yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah it's it it makes it just like such a unique experience um unless you've played the rest of the million games in the series so X- probably not Xbox, that we got a unanimous smash for yakuza <laughs> 6 um yeah i think it's definitely worth it's definitely worth it and especially now that you can play it on your console at 60 frames per second yeah um that was a big that was a game changer and i was like and I, I wish I, that I, I wish that my internet 
I, I would have played more. I wish my internet was good enough so I could do the uh, X X Cloud X Cloud yeah, on my phone. Yeah. I was uh, so when I'm on the next show, I'll I'll 100 the game, guaranteed, promise. And then we'll get like Skyrim or something. It'll be that. It'll be super long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully not. We'll give you a chance. Yeah. Um, cool. Is there anything else you want to say about Yakuza, or can I go ahead and draw the next games? Uh, no, that's good. Let's. let's cool. I wonder. I I wonder what it's going to be, Derek. So so I'm going to draw two games, uh, and you're going to pick one of them. Uh, it's something that we started just a few episodes ago when the show came back. I thought it was kind of like a fun way to have some input on on what we're playing so um so here we go all right so for the next episode the options are either Wreckfest uh or titanfall 2 well let's see titanfall 2 hands down and I'm pissed that Titanfall 2 wasn't our game because I've beaten it <laughs> twice and I could have come in with a way more coherent story. You could have not even done anything and just come in and talked about it. Yeah, it would have been great. Um, but, uh, yeah. but then you wouldn't have had the experience that you just had with Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. Yes. I, 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 can we talk about how the sausage is made? uh yes yes um sure there was because of the delay of recording mm, this sausage okay. this is that okay it's fine you know it's you fine. just it's like that moment in wizard of oz when they pull back the curtain but, we're pulling back uh, the curtain we yeah yeah we're we were about we're, i think we're probably three weeks delayed on recording this because, something like that yeah, yeah. Be, uh, three or four weeks delayed of recording this episode because of my computer issues and derek's like well uh, we should have recorded, so I'm gonna pull the games now. Pick which one. And I saw Titanfall two, and I was like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> so um, we pre-picked Titanfall two, but for, yes. for but pre-drew, pre-drew, it was yeah. still random. It was random. Um, it was it was it was Wreck It Ralph versus uh, Titanfall two. Yeah, we and, just got a schedule to keep, you know. Yeah, so a schedule to keep, which um, but it, and it made it no big deal, you know. I had like this episode. St- We've got some time before it releases, so uh, it's totally fine. Um, but yeah, we just needed to get going on the next one. So yeah. uh, and know, I, I, through the I, magic of podcasting, it felt totally organic until until this last couple of minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, it's fine. It's totally fine. We, uh, If only we had someone that could give us advice on our show. <laughs> we already played an ad and I don't have that one queued up, so we're not going to. You know, we're not going to do that this week. Um, so I think that this is the end of the show. This is great. Um, yeah, I'm going to be back in one month uh, to play Titanfall or to talk about playing Titanfall 2, um, which I'm super excited for just in that uh, the first game looked super interesting to me to the point where like I um, bought like a limited edition Xbox controller and like pre pre-ordered the game and then it didn't have any single player and I don't really play multiplayer games unless it's with people I know. So then I never played it. So, um, so uh, yeah, it's been an interesting experience. I'm really looking forward to talking about the next one. Um, And we're going to be back. We're back every two weeks. If you liked hearing Shane and I converse and go off topic and laugh at each other and do all of that, uh, you can hear the two of us and a third person as well every other week uh, on the Geekscape Games podcast. So every Thursday night that show pops up. Sorry, every other Thursday night that show pops up. Um, you can search for it uh, in your podcast app or just head to geekscape.net 
uh, and you'll be able to see it there. Anything else that you want to share, Shane? Um, no, uh, shouts out DJ Tony H <laughs> I, for hooking up, for being the drop shipper for Derek's limited edition signed Taylor Swift album. If you like, he, he runs a record label called late night munchies music. He came from, Ala- he came from Panama to Alaska. And now he's in Seattle, runs a record label, runs well-traveled man. Yeah. Runs, a, runs a festival. Um, he's, he's played with Grammy award-winning artists. He's an amazing music producer, amazing DJ. One of my best friends, twitch.tv slash official Tony H give him a follow, give him your prime sub. Give him a regular sub. Hit him up on Twitter. Late night munchies music. That's all I have to say. Oh, and, and you can find oh. you can find more of me. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't do social anymore. So never mind. Find, find me on Geekscape.net. You escaped. You escaped. escaped you, the they'll have to hear you on the Geekscape Games podcast. Um, cool. We'll be back in a month with Titanfall Two. Thank you so much for joining and list. Thank you so much for joining me, Shane. Thank you um, for for letting me join. It, this was. We'll have, this was I'd stellar. love to have you back again soon if you're down for it. Oh, I'm I'm uh, like you always say, Derek. I'm down to clown. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew you were going to say that. Um, and uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast, you know anything you can do to get us out there, share us with a single friend. Give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Be, uh, if you have be, any feedback for us, you can email me at Derek at Geekscape.net. I'm always open uh, and. Yeah, other than that, we will see you later. Be like a character from Yakuza. Go up to a stranger and request their phone and subscribe (laughs) them to this show. Uh, (laughs) All right, bye-bye. Bye, everybody. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 